Shout out to all my yanos across the world. You're chilling with DJ Mojello right here on the Piano Capital Bay. You listening to the Piano Capital with a phenomenal, I'm a piano radical, your favorite DJ, Mojello. The hits, the, the hits, hits. J- j- just keep on coming. Don't touch that dial. This is BCR. people it's your main man dj mojello and i'm pumped up to be back on the piano capital tonight i'd like to apologize for starting off late tonight due to the load shedding and our generators failing but hey we're back on air and it's such a great time so get ready to turn up the volume and bust a move as we take you on a musical journey like no other we'll be featuring the freshest i piano tracks from all over the world and the back-to-back I'm up here on a remix that will have you moving throughout the show. And don't forget we are not just on air, we are online too, so make sure to tune in and join the party wherever you are. Let your friends know that DJ Mojello and J Howboy are live on Black Culture Radio. Well, we're in for a treat tonight because we have a South African superstar DJ in the house. I'm talking about the most exciting DJ to watch and just see him bring the music to life. The one and only Scratch Master, the Grandmaster himself, DJ Ready D. Well, not only will he be gracing us with his legendary presence, but he'll also be treating us to his hot Amapiano explosive mix, made exclusively for our show tonight. Get ready for an epic interview with one of South Africa's long-standing professional DJs, DJ Ready D. Oh yes, we got a lot of exciting things lined up for you tonight, including the back-to-back Amapiano remix and the latest tracks from around the world when it comes to Amapiano. So get ready to dance the night away with your DJ Mojello. But before we dive into the show tonight, I want to give a huge shout out to my amazing partners in crime, my studio producer Jay Howboy and our programs manager Mark One, holding it down in the UK. Thank you guys for helping us make this show a great success. And of course, I want to send a big thank you to all our listeners tuning in from across the globe, from London to Lagos, Johannesburg to New York. Thank you for your continued support right here on Black Culture Radio. We really, really, really appreciate it. And don't forget to send in your shout outs, your greetings, 
your birthday wishes to our WhatsApp numbers. Our UK studio number is plus 44-0775-933-8483. And our South African studio number is plus 27-76873-6334. I'll be reading your messages live on air, so don't miss out on the chance to connect with us here at BCR. We really love engaging and interacting with our listeners. And while you edit, follow us on all social media platforms at The Piano Capital, and that is The Piano Capital spelled with a K. You can slide in on our DMs. And yeah, you know, talk to us anytime you feel like. Let us know how you're doing, where you from, you know. Do you love on a piano? You know what you think about the sound. Well, are you ready to experience the energy and passion of Amapiano music? This is your DJ Mojello bringing you the most electrifying beats that will make your heart race and your body move. Let's get lost in the infectious rhythms of Amapiano music and forget about the world outside. This is your DJ Mojello taking you on a musical journey that will transport you to another dimension. There's a DJ, not just any kind of DJ, I'm talking about DJ Mojello on the Piano Capital. Now he plays you some of that real South African Ama Piano music. Well, in the background, I've got a song by Kanyisa. Yeah, a beautiful song called Dali Wet. Why? It features Tycoon and Rapsi. Yeah, man, beautiful piece. I hope you enjoy this one. Do stay tuned. This is Black Culture Radio, where we promote Black Culture 24 7. So is it high? 
Oh yeah, it's a beautiful song called Dali Wetwa. Yeah, and that means, you know, my darling, you alone, nobody else. Well, tonight is April the 19th, 2023, and this is the 109th day or night of the year in the Gregorian calendar, which means there are 256 days and nights left in the year, including today and tonight. Well, let's make the most of this beautiful time and enjoy every single moment of it. Now here are some events being celebrated across the world on the 19th of April. tonight rather it's world book day and this day celebrates you know people reading and people getting used to you know reading a book and learning something new yeah people around the world are celebrating world book day today well today is also banana day <laughs> yes you've heard it right Tonight is also Banana Day, and it's also Bicycle Day. And funny enough, tonight we're broadcasting from Frameway, which is a bike shop in Hetfield, Pretoria, South Africa. A beautiful place where people come together to ride in different parts of the city and enjoy themselves, really. Well, up next, I've got a beautiful song called Okokina, and this means the last time... And yeah, this won't be the last song, but yeah, a beautiful song, really. Look out for this one. Stay tuned. The hits, the, the hits. hits. Just, just, just keep on coming. Don't touch that dial. This is BCR. And now in the background, a song called Okokri. Now, it features Young Stunner. You know, Young Stunner been doing quite well in the music scene lately. It also features the legend himself. You know, you'd remember him from the days of B.O.P. One like Oskido, I believe, Oskido Warona. Yeah, he's also on this one. X.Y.S. is also on this one. And this is the club mix. Do stay tuned. Big shout out goes out to TD, so yeah man, Ishmael all the way from Pretoria East, yeah, thank you for tuning in fam.
song really a big shout out to one like Oskido Warona XYs alongside Young Stana a song called Ogotina. A big shout out goes out to Ayo Haynes locked in and in the building. We also got our very young DJ Bubbles all the way from Cape Town. Yeah we really enjoyed his show the Cape Sunset a beautiful show right here on BCR. We also got our very own DJ Migs locked in. Hey DJ Migs how you doing tonight? Alongside Angela from North London. Hey Angela I hope you're good. Yeah, man, keep sending them shout outs. I really love knowing that people are truly listening and tuning into the vibes. You know, we got more music coming up, and in the next 10 minutes, we're gonna go into the epic surprise for the night. And this is the Ama Piano explosive mix by one like DJ Ready D. First time ever he did this one exclusively for our show and we're very proud of it and we really 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 appreciate it and right after the mix we're gonna go into the interview it's gonna be something else talking to the legend tonight this is one of our legend shows yeah this is one of our living legend shows where we appreciate a legend in the industry somebody who has really contributed you know to the growth of our music and culture in south africa the african continent and you know the rest of the world Whether you're in the UK or the US or South America, Asia or Australia, or maybe somewhere in Africa, DJ Mojello is sure to bring you the best Ama Piano music in the whole world. We are Black Culture Radio. We are Black Culture Radio. BCR. Now in the background is a song by Murumbo Peach. It features Lady Amar. Yeah, a beautiful song called Hambajuba. Yes, one like JC and CC are also on this one. A beautiful song, really. Yeah, I also love the music video. It's very touching. A song called Hambajuba. And this means fly away, my dove. You know, 
you know, let, let them go, you know, take out your wings wherever you're going. It's part of an African proverb of some sort, but a beautiful song, really. CC's vocals are just amazing on this piece. Let's go. to Beverly, a regular tuned in. Hey Beverly, how you doing tonight? I hope you're good. I also got Clive locked in. Hey Clive, how you doing? We got Mary all the way from Windsor locked in and she's our first time listener. She is a virgin listener. Shout out to you, Mary. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. 
We also got Charlene. Hey, Charlene, how you doing? I hope you're good, girl. Another big shout out goes out to Aliyah, Makwan's daughter. Yeah, man. Aliyah always supports the show. I really love that. Another big shout out goes out to Emmanuel. Emmanuel is locked in and in the building with us tonight. Really appreciate it. Another big shout out goes out to Dawn from NW10 area. Locked in and in the building with us right now. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got something special for you tonight. Our guest honor, the legendary DJ Ready D has put together an exclusive Ama Piano mix, especially for the Piano Capital. And let me tell you, this mix is straight fire. DJ Ready D has pulled all the stops, you know, to make sure that this one is a jam of a mix. But that's not all. After the mix, we've got an epic interview lined up with the man himself. We'll be talking to DJ Ready D about his incredible career, his passion for music, and his thoughts on the Ama Piano move with movement, rather, that has taken the world by storm. So stay tuned because this is going to be a night to remember. Up next, we got DJ Ready D, Amo Piano Explosive Mix, and you hearing it first right here on the Piano Capital, Black Culture Radio Bay. Radio. We are Black Culture Radio. Here we go. Here comes the mix. I hope you're ready. This is going to be something else. Epic stuff. DJ Ready D. I'm a piano explosive mix right here on Black Culture Radio. Let's go. DJ Ready
J-Ready D in the mix. Stop. 
Oh my gosh, I really love this song. Wow, this mix is absolutely insane. DJ Ready D has taken, well, time to work on this and he has really outdone himself with this one. It's amazing to see how versatile he is as a DJ. Not just a hip-hop DJ, but a true master of all genres. The way he seamlessly blended those Amopiano tracks together was just pure magic. We got David all the way from Southampton locked in and in the building. He's loving the mix. He's a real hip hop head, so he's really happy to check out DJ Ready D. Another big shout out goes out to Corinne from East London in the building, having fun and enjoying the show. Ultramona. Another big shout out goes out to DJ Morel, he's in the building. Thank you DJ Morel for always supporting us, we really appreciate it. The mix is just doing wonders, isn't it? We got Roger Motelba all the way from Kenya, Nairobi, Mombasa in the building. Yo, big up to all my Kenya people, Asante Sana. super excited man you know dj ready d is one of my biggest icons when it comes to producing when it comes to djing and even when it comes to racing and drifting you know what i mean <laughs> well now let me tell you a little bit about dj ready d right dj ready d is a south african dj turntablist radio and tv presenter he's a race car drifting and stunt driver he's a youth development and entertainment concept developer and a music producer yeah he's got a lot of caps that he's got away and he's always wearing the freshest caps you should check him out on his videos and pictures a true icon who has been in the music industry for over three decades he is considered one of the pioneers of hip-hop culture in south africa and has won numerous awards and accolades for his contributions to the industry now dj ready d is a four-time south african dj champion and was the first DJ to win the DMC World DJ Championship in London in the year 1997. A big thing, big thing really. He has also won the ITF World DJ Championships and the Vestex Extravaganza, cementing his position as one of the world's most talented 10 tablers. We're going to talk about that and so much more. Black Culture Radio. We are Black Culture Radio. We are Black Culture Radio. Hey, Yanos. Please do follow The Piano Capital on all social media platforms. That is The Piano Capital with a K with DJ Mojello on BCR. Yeah, man, in no time we'll be going straight 
into the interview. Yeah, man, aside from being just a DJ and 10 tablers, the DJ Ready D is also an accomplished producer, composer, and entrepreneur. He has worked with a host of local international artists and has produced music for television and film. So you're ready to witness the magic of DJ Ready D. He's something else, really. Hello, DJ Ready D, are you there for me? Yes, sir. Oh my gosh, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Welcome to the Piano Capital, welcome to Black Culture Radio. It's such an amazing blessing to have you with us tonight. Thank you so much, I really appreciate it. And thanks for the opportunity. And greetings to all of your listeners. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to talk about the explosive mix. Oh my gosh, you know, I really love that mix. But before that, before that, please, please reintroduce yourself to people that might not know who DJ Ready D is. You know, where are you from and what do you do? Um, Yeah, I'm from Cape Town City, South Africa. Shout out to Um, Cape Town. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. A lot of people associate me with hip hop and hip hop culture. Okay. Um, I'm regarded as being a part of the first generation of hip hop, um, should I say, uh, practitioners in our country. Mm. And I'm going all the way back to 1980 when I was when wow. I first encountered hip hop music. Okay. Uh, I was involved with the culture, you know, with all the elements from breaking to graph. Mm. I seem to have lost. You DJ Ready D, hello. I, I seem to have lost him there for a while. As soon as we get DJ Ready D back on the line, we'll continue with the interview, right? Hello, DJ Ready D. Yes, please do continue, please. Okay, my apologies for that. I just have to let your listeners know that we are currently experiencing load shedding. This is a big problem in South Africa, yeah. (laughs) It's a major problem and it just went off. It's um, 10, uh, yeah, it it went off at 10 p.m. It's quarter past 10 here in South Africa at the moment. Mm. So my, my apologies, you know, if we... Now we're back, we're back online, at least we have you back, (laughs) we're happy to have you back and yeah, 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 we can continue our interview and thank you for the apologies. Yeah, you you were were talking about the culture and how you contributed from the 80s you mentioned. Yeah, correct. Uh, I was involved with all the elements from breaking to emceeing, craft writing, beatboxing, um, you name it. And the turntablism aspect part of the DJing side, you know, that really drew me into the culture. Mm. So just to fast track through a very lengthy timeline, because it's quite a lot of... um, A lot of work. (laughs) Time, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To my journey. Um, We recorded our first album um, that was released through a major label in... 19, late 1990, 91. Wow, in the and late ones. Mm. Yeah, and the, and the group that I belonged to was a group called Prophets of the City. Yes, BOC. yes. I'm a we, big fan. We, ah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We were actually based in the UK at some stage. Okay. We toured, we toured, the, we toured UK, um, West, um, most of Western Western Europe. Oh, okay. Uh, Scandinavia. U- UK was our base in, ni- in 95, though. How was the UK in during '95? That must have been something else. It was it was magical. I must tell you that it was magical. It was super vibrant. There was mm. so much going on. 
and for us coming from south africa and um you know being being stationed in the uk it was it was practically dream come true and, yes. and a lot of, a lot of what we experienced in the uk uh, was definitely life changing you know the people mm. that we encountered um there's just so many experiences and of course we we've been on the major festival circuit so before we got to the uk we released um three albums Okay. Um during that time you know we were still in the dark days of apartheid. Mm. Our music was banned, music videos were censored, we were wow. gagged as well. Wow. Um with <laughs> with our third album titled The Age of Truth, that is the one that I think created the biggest stir in our country. Okay. So that was in 94. Um Madiba was just released from prison. We were doing a voter education tour and um the word got out that we've got this really um political and social awareness project out there and it was a bit of a shock factor okay. and of course it wasn't a good idea to have a group of young boys calling themselves black when the nationalist party government was trying to hold on to the western cape you know and that's the region where we're from so of course the album was banned we mm. we then ended up um performing for uh, uh, performing at Nelson Mandela's inauguration we met him on two occasions historical stuff yeah <laughs> big mm. um yeah and and based on on being banned um there was a, a group from the UK called Fundamental that came over to South Africa okay yeah and and that and that was practically uh, the link and um Yeah, they managed to get us a, a a deal through Beggar's Banquet in the UK and that's how we ended up recording our fifth album titled Universal Soldiers in the UK. Yeah. Wow, wow. And these albums you were also producing on these albums, right? Yeah, correct. M- myself and Shaheen was um the lead rapper for POC. We yes. ended up being the production team. We we've worked with a lot lots of other producers. Okay. On you know through through our careers and so forth because in the beginning days of hip hop in our country we didn't really know how to produce beats or how yeah. samplers work and all these things and we didn't have all the fancy and sophisticated gear you know of the era at the time. Yes. So it was it was a long hard journey and you know we 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 had to learn as as we go along yeah. and remember we didn't have cell phones we didn't mm. have the internet no social so media no, mm. correct we couldn't go to youtube if we wanted a, a tutorial video on these you know all the all the um i would say like all the conveniences that that we have today we didn't have access to none of that so it was mm. it was a long hard journey Mm, mm, mm. And what were some of the challenges that you experienced? You mentioned being banned, but which of course maybe also gave you a bigger name because people wanted to know, you know, what, what what's up with this group that's being banned in South Africa? But what other challenges as a hip hop group from, you know, the Western Cape, you know, going into the world with the message that you had during those days? Yeah, being banned in a country meant that we didn't get work. We couldn't perform. You know, so mm. we've been kicked off everything go big concert and and we were headlining and touring with the biggest bands in our country. My god. Um, yeah. During, during the time until we became vocal about what was going on and you know that time the music industry was very much syndicated people that worked in the record industry worked in radio they worked in the media and you know everybody was closely connected and people just feared you know and for us it was extremely difficult mm. and we didn't have no choice but to relocate to the UK 
the other challenge then was not being able to see your family you know my yeah. firstborn was yeah. born during that period okay uh, unfortunately from a father's perspective i didn't have that bond and i didn't get to see mm. uh, my eldest mm. grow up you know mm. so it's, it's those types of challenges yeah and uh, you know you you practically living in a vehicle you living out of a tour bus most of the time so you on planes you on trains you on buses mm. and that was practically part of our journey for more than 15 boarding on almost 18 years as pre POC wow wow and then in, in my instance uh, what led to um, profits of the city being formed is yes. that in 1989 i won my first dmc dj championship wow amazing the <laughs> the local one in South Africa. Okay. And and that gained the interest um of one of the partners in the record label um that showed interest in in the formation of POC. So that mm. definitely helped. Then in 91 I won my second DJ championship as well and that was kind wow. of like the formation of POC and I think that was um sowing the seeds for DJ slash Grandmaster Eddie's solo oh, definitely. journey apart, apart from POC. Wow, wow. So you're saying, you know, your DJ accolades and as you were building your brand as a DJ, that helped also form the hip hop group. And I think it's part of the hip hop culture to also have a DJ and a producer or producers that you work with. You know, uh, tell us a bit more about the relation that you had with POC, you know, in terms of making your music. I know you work with different producers, but what kind of, you know, uh, production play did you go through to actually create? Yeah, sure man. At the at that time, you know, we regarded um being hardcore or hardcore hip hop as being very creative. Yeah. If people kind of um you know listen to the music from the first album up until I would say the sixth project you could actually hear the evolution, but you can hear there's a common thread that goes through that the runs music. Through it, yes, the signature song. Correct. Yes, yeah. we were very interested in using local sounds, African sounds. So we were always busy uh, sampling or playing African mm. riffs in our music, and it wasn't just music from South Africa. You know, whatever we could access, um, other parts of Africa. Yeah. On, mm. on vinyl, we would sample mm. that African drumming, African guitars, everything from music all the way from Venda to Osibisa, um, wow. Stimela. Why, um, and what, why was it so important for you to always have Africa and that element of, you know, Afrocentricity in the music? Yeah, I mean, we we feel proud of who we are and where we're from. Okay. And for us, it was very important to make that statement as well. Mm-hmm. And also to let the world know what South Africa was like from yes. a very different perspective. Because mm. at that time, the world only received what came through the media. So with us having the opportunity to tour and also to be um, based abroad, that also gave us a, a, another platform to really voice and give people an, a completely different perspective of South Africa. Other than that, um, you know, the media received um, images of the townships burning and you would only think mm. that Soweto was the only township that existed in South Africa. Yes. <laughs> so, they didn't know about you know, Guguletu and Kailisha and, you know, Paul. <laughs> Yeah. 100% Mitchell's Plain, Mitchell's Plain, yes. Alex, <laughs> you know, Park. All, all this, Shoshengue, yes. all these different places mm. throughout the country. Mm. So in our media interviews, we could, you know, give give the media 
those stories and those perspectives and and break it down you know from 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 that angle and the music became more aggressive you know okay. um, because of the situation in our yeah. country as well yeah. and i think to a certain degree we we really got um deep and very abstract you know with our productions at the time as well and you know in the 90s it was all about layering your music and layering your samples yeah. and playing, layering the drum sounds and the dj was highly regarded and respected you know as being the backbone yes, yes. of the live show of mm. the movement of mm. the culture so we made sure that all the the elements of hip hop um got got an opportunity to, to shine a live performances um we had african dance integrated with hip hop styles wow um, from the <laughs> way that, that we dressed mm Mm. We had breaking on stage with live graffiti artists on stage sometimes ended up with two DJs wow and you know us it was very important to have a a, a performance element as well as yes. the musical showbiz yeah. complement each other mm. and i think that really helped though you know outside of you of the uk our biggest fan base ended up being in norway Den- wow. and okay. denmark Okay, no way is an interesting Scandin- place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Scandinavian territories and I think what really helped was, you know, it was the music mm-hmm. and it was the performances because people couldn't understand the language we spoke. Okay. And so without di- without dialect it was very hard to follow what we were saying even if you are rapping in English, mm. but I think people felt the energy and they could see the and feel the intent, you know, through the performances and they got the message through that as well. So that was like some of the the, the major benefits, you know, and also I think POC was very very entrenched in the five elements of the culture. We definitely grew up also listening to POC and you know we always loved also seeing you do your thing. I love that you talk about performances and how much you put into the actual stage performance. You know as a DJ you're not just a DJ for the sound that you make but you're very much known for the moves that you make and how you on point and you know you you be touching 100 buttons you know and every single button makes a different sound change you know what i mean how how do you keep yourself you know at this level of performance where you're not just the dj that's good to hear but you're also good to to look at um you know coming up in in, in the battle scene that really that i think that really helped to pave the way you know for 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 me as a as a as a performance dj yeah in in the 90s um it was all about be juggling we did a lot of body tricks and me being a a breaker or a b-boy from that era i incorporated a lot of that moves into my routines as oh, well oh yes and, yes and and i came up in the scene going up against i, I was the underdog i was the the kid that nobody knew of mm, mm. there was there was a hand a handful of people and my friends that knew of dj ready d and we used to dj in a in a in a club on saturdays but that was a matinee session so my name only lived there and mm. when i had the opportunity to go up against the biggest names in our country i think it shocked everybody because they nobody have seen something like that or seen you know a guy diving over the decks you yes. mixing you on the floor <laughs> doing windmills and flares running back to the decks you on the mic you scratching you doing body mm. tricks you lifting up the decks mm. so mm. that so mm. that was the one aspect and i knew i would bring my strengths you know to um to to the battles of of the era as well 
And then secondly, for me, I still regard myself as a student. And a lot of the new equipment, you know, the digital platforms and that yes. provides me with the extra tools to make the sets more interesting. So I'm constantly learning. Okay. And, you okay. Know, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm still as passionate about it as I was since day one. And I'm still curious and, and I love experimenting. You know, I love going mm. across genres. Mm. Mm. Just seeing what, what will happen if you put this genre with that, that genre and you try breaking the rules. You know, everything that people tell me don't do, you do. I, do. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like that about you, really. And I think you did it so well tonight on the mix. Uh, please tell us a bit about this. I'm a piano explosive DJ ready D mix. Like this mix was <laughs> something else, unexpected, really. You know, it is total a total surprise. A lot of people were like, uh, "DJ ready D, I'm a piano mix. Uh, are you sure is the right ready D that you have? Maybe they're scamming you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was very excited, you know, when you guys reached out, and I was very surprised when you requested I'm a piano. Yeah, I was like, wow, what's going on over here? And yes. I thought, okay, yes. let me get some interesting tracks, mm. you know, and put them together in a very different um, way as well. And for me, you know, you you you, you gain experience through the years, yes. and with that experience, just by default or by nature, you have a, a signature as well, mm. and just. Me, being me as an artist and always trying to find some sort of creative unorthodox way to put music together i thought okay let's do this with this amo piano set and then and let me see you know what what It'll the outcomes out. will be yeah yeah and fingers crossed and i and i hope people will like it and people will get it and i know a couple of years ago especially during lockdown the die-hard piano fans here in our country, they hated what I did. They did <laughs> not want to hear scratching over I'm a piano. And I thought, okay, it's fine. I'm, I'm eating a nerve over the here. The time will and come. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. And then I just thought, okay, let me mess with some I'm a piano some more, you know. And, uh, you know, in, 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 in the beginning, I must I must admit, though, I didn't quite understand it. You know, that type of, that type of music, um, a DMX party up. So it's all like party bangers, yes. high energy people jumping, going through the roof. Mm, and when I heard I'm a piano for the first time, I'm like, ah, oh, man, it, it's too mellow. It's too mellow. <laughs> and it takes long before it gets there. To the next you know, so part. When, <laughs> yeah, when the best part and the meat comes, you know, when yes. that log um, bass comes in. Yes. And like, it takes too long. And, and I was trying to figure out how do I get to I need to be quickly because mm. I love the I love the energetic parts. I don't yes. and the quick mix also. Yeah, we don't stay on a song too too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think my, my my crutch and probably my weakness is my I'm impatient. Oh yes. I'm I'm, I'm that kid that sits in the car and I'm like, are we there yet? Are we yeah. there yet? <laughs> you know, I can't I can't take an hour long journey. I want to be there right now. And I think quickly. it's the same with the music. I get so excited. You know, when the music hits the points with with his heart. And I think that was the approach with the mix as well. And I didn't want to go too crazy with the scratching as well. Yes. This time around, I wanted the music. They were perfect. I wanted, thank you so much. Uh, I wanted the music to breathe a little bit as well. You know, because usually I get crazy with scratches and I get carried (laughs) away. And I thought, okay, let me let me have a more musical approach, yeah, and just break it down a little bit differently, and also mm. allow the, the the music to breathe a little bit, you know, not get too hip hop over it, because yes. I'm doing so much 
just with blending and the mixing style alone, let's mm. not make it too crazy mm. by going over the top with the scratching. Now you didn't go over the top at all. You let the music breathe and you let the artists come out. And your selection of songs was just amazing, you know, for a DJ that doesn't always mix I'm a piano. And I think this is the special element of this mix. You know, you being such an icon and you coming to show love to a new sound that just came through in South Africa. It shows another element of you that's really interesting and how you're so versatile. And, you know, that experimental side of you really came out through on this one. No, thank you so much. And I think a lot of people are surprised, you know, when they hear me playing different genres of music. I was actually having this discussion with somebody um, in the week, though, and I told him I came up playing a completely different style and sound of music before I encountered, um, you know, hip hop music and that. Okay. And I've been playing reggae music and dancehall music for as long as I've been playing hip hop music. Wow. And people, and you know, and people don't know that side of me, and even dance music as well. Like DJ Khaled, like, hey. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've yeah. been you know, so I've, I've been dabbling in, in, in all Different these songs. genres. Yeah, for, for as long as I've been playing hip hop music. It's just that um because of POC and because of the DJ battles and everything is, you know, encompassed within um hip hop culture and the sound, I was boxed yes. as and a hip hop DJ I and I was that, that and I was on the niche. Hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Correct. Yes, and I was only booked as a hip hop DJ, and, and the only only time that I get to um to play different genres is when I do these corporate events and I do theater and all these different. Yes, platforms. it was allowing you more freedom, artistical freedom. Yes, yes, I like correct. that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Like yeah. And thank you for mentioning you know your roots with reggae and dancehall because you know I'm also a big reggae and dancehall fan. I'm also an artist and a dancehall producer. Also, I work with a lot of different artists from all across the world. And I know a lot of dancehall and reggae people love you. So it's good to to mention that. I think that shows love, you know, to all your musical backgrounds and heritages. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I love, I love, I love um, reggae music. And I was saying if there's two um, festivals I would really love to play. One is a, is a reggae fest where I can just go in as deep as I can, as I'm allowed to go. That is kind of like one of my dreams. And then wow. the other one okay. is, of course, get getting onto like an EDM festival or something mm, where I can go mm, about mm. some serious mm. freaking EDM electro wow. and just get crazy. I would love it. to hear that. I would love to hear that. <laughs> I hope some EDM and some reggae promoters are listening that would also love to have that, you know, manifest. And yeah, it's going to happen. Just keep keep on it. Now, awesome, yeah. awesome. Uh, now I'm also meditating on, on it again because I stopped traveling once I started working in TV and straight from TV I jumped into radio. So I'm, I'm in the radio for about 13, bordering on 14 years now. Wow. I need you and as I a st- mentor. You need to mentor me. Right. 13, 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, that's a long I'm time. <laughs> yeah, and, and hosting successful shows as well, you know? Yeah, thankfully, yeah. thankfully, you know, we've we've managed to to, to succeed on this journey. Um, yeah, and we just we're just building on that. And I thought, okay, I'm I'm kind of settled, you know. And I stopped traveling because I used to do a lot of international events apart from the local events as well. Okay. But I wanted to focus on 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 refining myself as yes, a at home radio. and build build the work. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. so. 
now i'm kind of back into that space where i, I i'm thinking of traveling again you know getting out the box again <laughs> i love Great, the sound yeah, of stop. that i love the sound stop, okay. And, and and maybe yeah. and maybe talking about you know traveling again and going other places again which places in the world would you would you love to touch thinking about you know the globe at the moment absolutely i think i think definitely um the uk okay because I, okay you know, i love the vibe and the energy and mm. the uk taught me though i got i got to tell you though you know before poc I traveled to the UK in 1986. One of the B-boys from our bre- from our breaking crew, he was originally from the UK and he inherited money and he bought me a ticket to spend a month in the UK and I learned so much. Wow. And I I was practically drawn in by that whole UK culture, you know, yes. from Yes, the, the melting pot radio. culture. <laughs> It's really yeah, yeah. The, the pirate radio stations, mm. the underground jams, mm. um, you know, the the pub, um yeah, all, lifestyles, all the, the nightlife. <laughs> yeah, correct. And also the festivals, you know, people and yes. and I love the open-mindedness of of the UK crowds as well. Yeah. And we had a lot of a lot of exchange and interactions, you know, with with UK crowds. So I would say definitely in the UK, hopefully um you know in the east, far east, even middle east as well. And okay. then of course everybody nice. ambitions, you know, to travel to the um to the US and perform there. I mean, we've done it on a few occasions. Yes, but, you should uh, definitely you know, go. Yeah. The US should be your second home as well. I think people they will definitely love listening and watching you play. <laughs> I would I would I would love to do that. And also doing seminars, you know, and doing Okay. workshops and mm, tell us a bit about that i know you you very passionate about giving back to the community and you know sharing your skills with the next generation tell us a bit about some of those projects um yeah we also have a dj academy it's been running for close to 20 years now wow okay mm. and you know our um through the academy and just through the the, the culture that we've uh, cultivated um in our in our country We've always been doing workshops and you know it's it's taken us um to so many different places you know okay. across South Africa and elsewhere in the world as well. Mm, mm, mm. And we find that you can really um you know you can really have a good exchange from a you from a humanitarian standpoint as well. Okay. And music music is a good way you know to open up to that yeah. correct yes and also to bring people together and um you know just to, to to build that that kind of understanding so we use that as a platform we also have a non-profit um organization as well okay and what's it called the, it's called gcap gcap the great cape Am- okay. ambassadors um project mm. and through the program um we do a lot of feeding initiatives oh i like that uh, i like that we work with youth you know that comes from impoverished areas mm. so it's um community and youth development so you know that the, the other half of my life okay is all entrenched so in there is yeah. a formal side where you also into the business into setting up the you know the establishments there's the other side of ready d <laughs> yes okay uh, correct correct yeah. so my, my focus point is is on our non-profit um, company mm. and we are definitely focused on on building that because unfortunately you know the pandemic have left a lot of people destitute and yes. if you look at the state in which our country is at the moment you know yeah, the, the economy is not uh, good yeah 
correct mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and the poverty unfortunately um the poverty is growing things are becoming very very serious um more communities are becoming destitute and there's a lot of young people um that's going hungry every single day from toddlers to adults mm-hmm. and we are just hoping mm-hmm. to to do our bit you know to to assist through everything that we do I love that. I love how you're passionate about also helping people and I can hear it in your voice that it's really something that also fulfills you and it's something that you really want to spend your time doing and it's very, you know, admirable really. No, absolutely. I think that's going to be my transition, you know. Okay. So, I love I'm that. already I'm already planting the seeds so everything I do from my performances Um, you know, thanks for the opportunity to touch on this as well. So whenever yes. I have the opportunity to mention yes. this, I want people to know. You know yes, it's important. That, that do exist as well. Mm, and mm. you know, we we are currently um, busy getting ourselves back on our feet at the moment. Unfortunately, we experienced a, a really bad fire at my house. Wow, is so, this where some of the things were destroyed? I heard you've lost some memorabilia. I'm sorry about that. Oh, thank you man. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I lost um about 40 years of my vinyl collection. Oh and, no. And and a lot of it has been all iconic pieces and a lot of mm. pieces that are from the from the UK including the albums that was released in the UK only and wow. singles and promo material. How did you um, feel? That, How that, did that, you that, feel, that, bros? This must have been totally devastating for you. It is devastating. Yeah. Um you know it was it, In fact it is a major setback but thankfully we've received a lot of well wishes a lot of support from people you know and we 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 slowly getting ourselves back on our feet right now okay and and the reason Good why i say that. that it's one once we're back on our feet it just means that we can now accelerate what we're doing in the community and that's yes. a huge part of my focus at the moment mm. you know and also mm. just to to get back to work and also to address the issues that that I've mentioned before. No, thank you very much for pushing it up and you know I'm sorry about the loss and what I love is that we still have you and you're still super healthy and you know you are the person that created all this work. So I really wish there is a way that you know you can make it out of this in a positive light and maybe this loss can be part of a bigger positive story, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're just grateful um, you know, to be alive as well. Yeah, and nobody was hurt, right? Correct. Yes, yeah, In- including good. including our neighbors as well. Wow, it was a big so, fire. So we Yeah, it was a big fire. It, mm. it was a massive one. Um, yeah, so we are given another opportunity and another, and another chance. Yeah. And thankfully my my family and you know everybody that was affected by it, thankfully everybody's still very much um um you know filled with hope and optimism yes and support we were using yeah. credit yeah and we're using that as a as you know as as the fuel and the strength to move forward please bro please focus on the positive and yeah let everybody support you and take in that support and let's move forward and thanks for sharing this with us tonight as well i think also you know when you share you know even painful things it kind of like alleviates the the pain you know what i mean Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Now talking about talking about fires, now you are a very dangerous guy also. You know, uh, you're also a drifter. 
you know, you're you're a race car driver. <laughs> I got a question from from my studio producer Jay Howboy and 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 my fellow colleague DJ Bubbles from Cape Town. You know, they're like it took a bit about your your drifting. You know, Jay Howboy himself did a lot of spinning. You know, in his days, he loves BMW cars, and you know, there's that lifestyle also in South Africa that maybe a lot of people abroad might not know about. Please share the light a bit on you know your involvement in you know spinning, you know drifting, you know you as a stuntman and a driver yeah sure i mean as a as a kid you know i was always um fascinated by cars and it has always been a part of our culture and people's always been um spinning their cars you know in cape town city mm. as, as far back as i can remember i think even before i was born there wow. was a culture so this is an already. old culture right it's an old culture yeah it's an old old culture uh, we used to call it Papa Wheelies back in the day. Papa spinning wheelies. is a very, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, mm. um, spinning is a very recent term, and it was um, made popular because of the culture in Joburg. Okay, you know okay. that that kind of got a lot of media attention, and people assumed it was birth in in, in Joburg and area, in the Yes, oh. correct. Yeah, but it, it, it's been all over the country. Each city has their own story to tell, and you their know? own spinner champions, right? <laughs> Correct, correct. Yeah. Now, just think through through time. Um, spinning is definitely regarded as something that's uniquely South Africa or South African from that perspective. Yes. Um, I didn't really gravitate towards spinning as much as I did drifting. I was just really fascinated by um, what I've seen happen in Japan. Okay, with the curvy the, roads and everything, drifting on those mountain roads. <laughs> Yeah. Correct, yes. They call it the toe, the toe gaze. Okay. Dangerous stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and there's another long, another long story, but just to fast track through that as well. Um, you know, Fast and Furious blew up with Tokyo Drift, and that created a major sensation. So we were into it before Fast and Furious, really. Okay. So the and, movie had some impact too, right? <laughs> yeah. I, Absolutely. Okay. Um, one of the local clubs had an event, a Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift event. And oh, all wow. these spinners okay. came out. Mm. There was a guy that brought out one of these Japanese cars that I've seen in that uh, Japanese videos. And he was the first guy that I've seen hold a line, a drift line. And, and With those super engines. Yeah, um, it was a Nissan 200SXS13. Those are the cars wow. that, that yeah. drive. Yeah. And this guy just held this, this this car going sideways for a long period of time with mm. everybody out spinning out and going into like spinner mode. He was kind of holding the angle. Mm. And I was fascinated by that. Uh, long story short, we became friends. We formed a drifting crew called the Drift Squad out here in Cape Town. Okay. Um, through the, you know, th- through our practices, um, at, at the same venue, the same club out in Lansdowne on the Cape Flats, uh, people in the movie industry, you know, heard about us. Um, they came to see us drive and they wow. needed stunt drive. Oh. So the first... Yeah, so, so my you were first, casted? <laughs> uh, correct. Yeah, we were casted. Um, and then my first gig as a stunt driver in the movie was for... Um, uh, what's this movie? Death Race. The Death, Death Race, Race yes. I remember Death Race. Yeah, so yeah. so Death Race Three was filmed in in Cape Town. Parts of it was filmed here, and I was the stunt double for the Asian the Asian guy with the Porsche. 
Oh, so okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a cool role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the of the stunts you see in there that that was me driving the Porsche. Mm, mm, and smooth, eh? <laughs> yeah, and then um, Honey, Honey Three as well. Not sure if you watched that with um with Cassie and the I must go check yeah. it out. I'm, I'm gonna look for it. Yeah. Yeah, check 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 that one out. Um, Cassie, she plays the lead role, and you'll see a car doing donuts. That's you'll you in that one too, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's me and that and that's my own car. That's my personal car. With your personal car, so both you and the car are costed <laughs> for that one. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, through um, through that, um, apart from the movies and the stunts, there was institutions that reached out to us as well. Wow. And then we found, we 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 then landed in a position where we were doing educational programs and speaking to young students mm. and going to campuses and all these different types of things. Local government called us up; they wanted us to come on board to help with um, road safety. And we were we were just. Um, yeah, yeah, happy to to get on board, and that's currently what I'm doing as well. I okay. see a lot of my posts on social media. Yes, it's all a part of yes, I saw the Red Bull car park. Is it? Um, yeah, that's the Red Bull car park drift. I yeah, work the car very closely with with Red Bull as well, so I've helped them, and I've consulted for them, you know, through the years as well. Yeah, you know, you've done a lot of work the, with them as well. Some amazing work with Red Bull. Are they bringing, yeah. are they bringing their projects back anytime and supporting more entertainment anytime soon? Yeah, this weekend past uh, was the finals of the Red Bull Car Park Drift, mm. and there's a local guy um, from Joburg that will be representing South Africa in the World Championships. And this weekend coming, I'll be doing a a DJ technical DJ demo, and I'll be doing a set for them at the Red Bull BC One Championships, the South African Cipher. That's happening okay. this weekend. Amazing stuff, and all the best for those events. I know those events always turn up, and a lot of young people come through, and they really love them. I got a message here from one of my colleagues, DJ Bubbles. He's from Cape Town, and he's like, uh, DJ Mugello, please tell DJ Ready D. I had a drifting experience with his wife in the car when they were at the festival in <laughs> Pal a few years ago. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. That was an awesome festival. <laughs> it was that a nice was one. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He really loves you, and you know, he really adores your music and your work. And a big shout out to your wife Malika. I know she's very supportive of you. No, absolutely. She she's the backbone. She's the yeah. Uh, yeah she makes everything happen. Yeah, definitely. Salute. I, I love that. I don't move a muscle without the blessing. I love that. No, that's the way to go. And, you know, she just keeps you fresh and young and on point. And it's good to have support. <laughs> Absolutely. Support like that. I think you, you're one of my favorite couples in the world. Because you guys have been going for long, yeah. Thank, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We we grew up together. You know, we've been in the hip-hop scene since the 80s together. Okay. And from the same neighborhood. And, yeah, we've we've been together, yeah. For a very very long time she knows what you're all about and she knows what it's all about she's with you yeah i like that i like no, that ab- absolutely no, and i think that that's the one thing yeah. that, that really helps is having somebody that um, understands who you are your personality your goals ambitions and somebody that can also find a way to rope you in you know I when like you tend to, to go off, stuff. off the path you know, yeah, you're going in a completely yeah. opposite direction. Yeah. And I think I've been placed in that way. It balances things out somehow. Yeah, I love it.
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pass our regards to her as well. And thank you for all the efforts she put in to help us put together this interview. It really means a lot to us. Will do. Will do. I'll definitely pass on the message. Yes. I've, unfortunately, I've got like five minutes left of the interview. But before I let you go, a few, a few more questions, right? Uh, talk a bit about you know other awards that you've that you've actually won and your accolades because you know part of this show was really giving you your flowers and maybe also well, you know uh, send a shout out to people that you care about. I know a lot of your people are also listening. You know, a lot of people have been responding on the flyers we've been sharing about the interview, and a lot of people are listening to you right now. You know, this is a very you know legendary interview. I think we touched on a lot of issues. You know, since this is the most recent DJ Ready D interview. <laughs> yes absolutely yeah, yeah yeah i mean i have to give credit you know to um all all the people out there that's been supporting me you know through yeah. the years as well mm-hmm. and if it's not for the people you know because you're only relevant if if the people are displaying a form of interest in in who you are and what you do so i gotta give credit to everybody then of course I gotta give credit to my team as well, DJ Azul, DJ E20, DJ Easy. Mm. Uh, those are all the guys that that that's in our organization, in our team, Anwar okay. Daniel. Okay. A lot of creators, so, right? Uh, correct. There are mm. a lot of creators, a lot of passionate people, I a lot of committed that. people as well. Mm. So we all share the same vision as well. It's not just about um driving profits or getting business yes. you know in it's the bag it's also about community mm. and yes. also understanding the sacrifice and the struggle so i've been blessed in such a way to have so many people in my corner through the years who, who've that. been there you know to support me from that perspective so i gotta give them the credit though and also your family your family is important you know because yeah. what you do um means that you're sacrificing so much even if you are at home you're not really at home because you know i work from home i'm based at home office studio everything is at home and sometimes you don't get quality time with your family because we are constantly busy you know as an independent operator you you, you you're working 24 yes, 7 you don't have that a lot to do Mm, mm. yeah where well you can come home switch off unfortunately you the hustle is 24 7 so i gotta i gotta give credit you know to um to all that people and i know there's so many other people that i don't know of that's always been there you know? yes for you yeah and, i like that mm, mm. and of course we gotta give thanks to our creators well yes the most high yeah blessed us yes, um, with the life you know with the, with, with a life, the with skills. talent, mm. with its challenge, mm. or with something running smooth, I'm grateful for that because I believe every challenge, every mistake is an opportunity to learn something. So I'm grateful for that as well. Yeah. Amazing stuff. No, it's been lovely having you on the station and talking to you right here on the Piano Capital. It really means a lot to us. Now, before before I let you go, please give us your social media links, you know, for people that like to follow you, you know, check out your work, watch your videos, and also, you know, maybe an email for people that would like to book you. We might have a promoter, you know, maybe from Norway, the UK, or the US listing who might like to book you for the next EDM <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> EDM, reggae, hip hop, yes. you name it, all of it, just all throw of it. it in. You'll go wild. Yeah, all, all my all my social media handles. It, it's all exactly the same. It is okay. DJ Ready D. DJ That's Ready DJ. D. I love that. Yes. Yeah. R E A D Y D. Yes. And then the email address is DJ 
Ready D Bookings. It's Bookings with a S. Okay, DJ Bookings yes. at gmail.com. Right, DJ Ready D Bookings with an S at gmail.com and DJ Ready D on all social media platforms, right? Correct, yeah. Then then I just want to let people know that um, I've been busy with a, with a major project that's about to launch. Okay. Um, check out the series on, you know, the cars with the spinning and all of that. Um, that that's coming that's going to be launched um, quite soon so i've been doing the scoring i've been doing music production and music supervision for that series as well wow. so people can check it wow. out i love that it's you're really, also really scoring good. and you're doing all the you know soundtracking that's amazing work <laughs> yeah it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be quite it's gonna be yeah i think it's gonna be really fresh and it's gonna be very interesting as well you know the please the do story keep line. me updated with the project <laughs> as it, i'll definitely like to check that out yeah so so that one's called spinners spinners and it's just been nominated for a cans award it's the first african series wow. to receive that nomination amazing yeah. stuff no we're very proud of that hey Salute. No, thank you thank you so much no, thank no, you we're definitely gonna look out for more work from you and yo we really really appreciated the mix that we got tonight because of time we're gonna have to let you go but it's been so lovely talking to you tonight and yeah we should do it Likewise. again some other time right and get back and find Absolutely. out how the progress is going and everything because now you're home you belong to black culture radio family as well <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Good. Have a good night and do enjoy your evening, right? I hope the load shedding is coming or is going away soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we, we have to we have to um, practically figure out how to adapt to this. It's just a part of, of what we have to deal with in our country. But I know there's people working around the clock to alleviate the, the issues. So. Let's, let's hope they work harder. And yeah, very soon there's no more love shedding. <laughs> Definitely. We, we have one more hour to go before the lights come back on. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> now, do have a great evening and do say hi to Malika. Do have a nice one, eh? Will do. Thanks so much, man. And uh, greetings to all of your listeners. Thank you so much for the opportunity. For the opportunity one more time. Blessings to everybody. Blessings, blessings. You're welcome. Sure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, that was the voice of the Grandmaster himself. DJ Ready D, do check him out on all social media platforms. Because of time and because of load shedding, yes, we did start off tonight's show a little bit late and we are at the end of the show. Right after this, do catch King Gemini all the way from Phoenix, Arizona, coming through with the Upload Show, bringing you the best dancehall and reggae music. And I'd like to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our esteemed guest for the night. This is the Grandmaster himself, the Scratch Master, DJ Ready D. And as you've heard it, Yourself, he even kills it on an Amapiano vibe and he does promote unity and loves working with the community. My name is DJ Mungello. It's been so lovely being with you. Do catch us again next week, Wednesday, right here, same place, same station, same time. Yeah, the Piano Capital Baby on Black Culture Radio. I 
My last song for the night, a song called Dear Alcohol by Dex and this is the Amapiano version. A big shout out goes out to one like Sharon locked in tonight. Thank you for joining us Sharon. DJ Rick all the way from Dubai was also locked in and with us. We really appreciate it. He's gonna be soon joining BCR. That would be lovely. We also got Bad Boy DJ. Yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah, man, a lot of people in the UK listening in. We really love it. Hey Chantel, I hope you're good. I got it. 